Hello. Hello, Monsketeers of all ages. Welcome back. Welcome back to Radnorock and, sorry, a retrospective episode, a character retrospective episode for one of my all-time, all-time favorite characters. Now, it's going to feel like I say that a lot. It's going to feel like I say that a lot in these character retrospectives. But you know what? It's because it's true. It's the only reason. You know, and it makes sense. When you really think about it, it makes total sense. Because why, 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 why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I start with my favorite characters? I'm going to get to some that, you know, may not fit the bill may not hit that rank of one of favorites. You know, you can't have a favorite. I mean, you can. I think that's what it means, the word favorite. But I'm going to I have I have a lot of favorites. A lot of favorites. And we're going to start with all of them. And really this one and I I realize now that there's no there's no uh, reason to bury the lead because if you read the episode description, you know it's Clarabelle Cow. You already know. You already know it's Clarabelle Cow. And if you don't know who Clarabelle Cow is, well, <laughs> you're in luck because right now we're going to get into everything you didn't know you wanted to know about Clarabelle Cow. Clarabelle, cow, clearly, is a cow, a vaca, if you're Portuguese. Uh, Clarabelle Cow is a fictional character created in 1927 at Walt Disney Pictures as an anthropomorphic cow. Could you hear me scratching my head? I can hear me scratching my head. Um, yeah, as an anthropomorphic cow, Clarabelle is one of Minnie Mouse's best friends. She is usually depicted as the girlfriend of Horace Horsecaller, although she has also been paired with Goofy occasionally, especially in the Super Goof comic book series. Clarabelle has remained a supporting character in the United States. Only in Italy has she been treated as a major character so out there in Italia I don't know why I said it like that in Italy Clarabelle is like on the forefront and that wow didn't know that didn't know that and that that makes me appreciate Italy all the more <laughs> it's their food my cousins <laughs> they're half Italian uh, and now their love for Clarabelle is why I appreciate the Italian people so much. Um, that's really cool. That's really, really cool. And you know, she's the girlfriend of Horace Horsecaller, who is going to be another retrospective podcast. And depending on when in the timeline you listen to this, it may already be. Um, Horace Horsecaller is another favorite of mine. It's these old-timey characters. Created in 1927. 1927. You know what that means? That means that's pre-Steamboat Willie. Okay? Think about that. Pre-Steamboat Willie, Clarabelle was brought into existence. Um, the girlfriend of Horace, Horace Horsecaller, man, I've never enjoyed saying his name, uh, but has also been paired with Goofy occasionally. So that just means Clarabelle... You know, get some rent. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Inappropriate. Joking. I mean, she's very lovable, easy to fall in love with. That's why she's stolen my heart. <laughs> Here's some appearances in animation. Clarabelle first appeared as a Bethany. Whoa. Whoa. Bethany. Wow. Wow. What? W-A-U 
W-A-U-G-H. W-A-U-G-H. Wah? Bethany Wah? Am I saying that right? You tell me how that's pronounced. Uh, but she's a, Be- she's a Bethany Wah. <laughs> Prototype cow in the cartoon Trolley Troubles from 1927. She appeared frequently in cartoons from 1930 to 1932 and less frequently afterwards, taking her final classic era bow in 1942. As with most Disney characters, she was later given small cameos in the featurettes Mickey's Christmas Carol in 1983, 41 years later. Good golly. And The Prince and the Pauper, 1990, and the 1988 feature film, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Now, Prince and the Pauper was really 1990? I guess by animation standpoints, that stands to reason. That was, the, that was very 90s-era Disney, like, design for Mickey and stuff, so... Wow. Had you asked me prior to reading that, if you said, hey, Justin, when was Prince and the Popper? Walt Disney's Prince and the Popper. I would have said like 1984 or something like that. I don't know why I picked 84. Um, interesting. And you know what? When I said 41 years with the whole taking her classic era bow in 1942. And then they talked about, uh, well, I guess it says she took her final bow in 1942 and then was later given small cameos and featurettes. Oh, so in those featurettes. So really it was like 41 years. Clarabelle was kept in the vault, man. What did Italy do during that time? Um, (laughs) Yeah, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, everybody was in that one. Um, Let's see. Clarabelle mostly played bit parts in the 1930s plus. Well, it doesn't say, you know what, I botched that. I was just thinking time frame, but it's not. It's not what they're talking about. So let's do that again, okay? Clarabelle mostly played bit parts in the 30-plus films in which she appeared, and her character was never as fully developed as Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Donald Duck, or Pluto. Notice Daisy's not on that list. Uh, She and Horace Horsecaller changed from normal farmyard animals into anthropomorphized beings as necessary so i suppose with that being said there are times that we see non-anthropomorphized clarabelle and horace because i always you know when i think clarabelle i always think up on two legs wearing a dress you know it's uh, huh so in trolley trouble trolley troubles was she was she like the Clarabelle we know today, or was she not anthropomorphized yet? Hmm. In modern animation, Clarabelle has returned to active use, appearing first in a few segments of Mickey Mouse works and in a brief scene in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. So that's two Christmas things she's been in. In Disney's House of Mouse, she regularly in Disney's House of Mouse, she regularly, there you go, turned up as a gossip columnist with the tagline, gossip is always true. <laughs> Clarabelle. Um, Clarabelle has also made appearances in the preschool series Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I can attest to that because Maverick watches that, Um, and is featured as Goofy's girlfriend, in which she owns a puppy named Bella, Clara Bell and Bella, and in the 
video movie, Mickey, Donald, Goofy, The Three Musketeers as Pete's... What? Lament? Huh? Huh? A lieutenant. (laughs) Sometimes I'm dumb, okay? Okay. Just so we know. Um... Interesting, interesting. So yes, she is definitely in Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse. Maverick watches that, and she's in it a lot. Like she has, she has a pretty, uh, pretty. Um, what was I going to say? Face forward role. I don't know if that makes any sense, but what I'm trying to say is she has a lot of screen time. Um, and then, uh, where else? So she was in the direct-to-video movie Mickey, Donald, Goofy, The Three Musketeers. Oh, it is that one. Interesting. Wait a minute. They came out in 2004. Did they not do a Three Musketeers thing that was before 2004? Or am I just... No, that looks like that's, that's the only one. Interesting. There's another... Disney release where had you asked me, I would have, you know what? I would have said the three Musketeers was 1990 and Prince and the Popper was like 1980 or something like that. I'm living in a weird, in a weird, uh, reality, a weird timeline. Maybe it's a Mandela, Mandela effect thing. No, that's not what now that is. Um, rad. So yeah. Okay. So then in, uh, yeah, three Musketeers, she was Pete's Lieutenant and and simultaneously Goofy's love interest. She also appeared in Mickey and the Roadster Racers, where she played attraction or she displays attraction towards both Goofy and Horace. Oh my gosh, Clara Bell's kind of a hussy. Wow. <laughs> Gotta love her though. Gotta love her. That's part of her charm. And you know, she has she has like a a very distinct voice. At least in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I don't know about Roadster Racers or anything else, but you kinda you kinda her voice fits her. The voice she has in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse suits her. And it's not necessarily goofy-ish, but it's goofy-esque. You know what I mean? It's 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 a more cartoony sound than uh, you would hear coming from Minnie and Daisy. I like it, though. Filmography. Filmography. I'm going to try to find as many of these as I can to provide some sort of commentary over or to or with or for or something. Um, 52. There's 52 pieces. You know what? Let's go through them. Let's go through them. In 1927, she was in Trolley Troubles. 1928, Hungry Hobos. Then, and also in 1928, she was in Steamboat Willie. Now, now, I know the cow in Steamboat Willie that they are referring to. She is not anthropomorphized in Steamboat Willie. And I believe... I believe if this is the same cow, which I kind of feel like it is, uh, Mickey uses her teeth as a xylophone. (laughs) Uh, I always thought that cow was male until right now. I didn't realize it was Clarabelle. (laughs) So, you know, have you ever had like a thought as you're speaking another thought? So when I was saying that whole thing about, oh, you know what I was going to say? We have a watch along and retrospective split podcast for Steamboat Willie. For those short, for the shorts, the the not feature length commentaries, I throw the retrospective in with it because why not? Why not? Maybe I won't do that in the future, but Steamboat Willie is that way. Um. And then you'll know that cow in there is Clarabelle. Or I'm completely wrong, and she's in there somewhere anthropomorphized. But I don't think so. Um, 1929, Plain Crazy. Also 1929, The Plowboy. 
29, Mickey's Choo Choo, 29, The Carnival Kid, 1930, The Barnyard Concert, 1930, uh, The Shindig, 1930, The Chain Gang, 30, Pioneer Days, 31, uh, The Birthday Party, 1931, Mother Goose Melodies, also 1931, Blue Rhythm, 31, The Barnyard Broadcast, 31, The Beach Party, 1932, The Mad Dog, 32, Barnyard Olympics, 32, Mickey's Review, 1932, Mickey's Nightmare, 1930, this is, 32 was a big year for Clarabelle, 1932, The Whoopie Party, mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting, uh, 32, Touchdown Mickey, 32, Padre of the Award Nominees, or Parade, See, I told you I'm just dumb sometimes. Like, I'm just not with it. It is also after 1 a.m., so that might be part of it. Um, Oh, my tea. I wonder if it's in the Goldilocks zone. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. The Goldilocks zone of tea temperature is that, like, just hot enough to make your chest feel like it's glowing. You know what I mean? That's where I'm at right now. Uh, that's where my tea's at right now. Anyway, where do we leave off? Uh, the Whoopi Party, Touchdown Mickey. Oh, yeah. Parade of the Award Nominees, 1933. Um, uh, ye Olden Days. Um, Mickey's Melodrama, <laughs> Melodrama from 1933. Those are switched. I'm going to be honest with you. I skipped to the olden days because I really couldn't figure out how to say Melodrama, but then I hovered over it and it's like a play like a real shabby-looking play. So instead of a melodrama, it's a melodrama. So I figured it out. So 1933, kicking off 1933 is Mickey's melodrama. Then also in 33, ye olden days. 33, Mickey's gala premiere. 34, 1934, camping out. 1934, orphans benefit. 1935, the band concert. 1935, on ice. 1935, Mickey's Fire Brigade, 36, Mickey's Grand Opera, 36, Mickey's Polo Team, 37, Mickey's Amateurs, 1941, Orphan's Benefit Remake. Wow, they were doing remakes back in the 40s. Uh, 1942, wow, she only was only in one. Okay, so starting in like 37, she was only in one. 38, 39, and 40, she had no work until the remake of Orphan's Benefit in 41, 1942, Mickey's Birthday Party. Did we not see a Mickey's Birthday Party previously? I guess not. Huh. Weird. Um, okay. Where, where, I shouldn't have gone backwards. All right. 1942, Mickey's Birthday Party. 1942, Symphony Hour. Uh, 19... Okay, so there, 1942, Symphony Hour. Um, And then 1983, Mickey's Christmas Carol. So there it is. There's that giant 41-year-old, or 41-year-old, 41-year gap. And then 1988, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? 1990, Roller Coaster Rabbit had a cameo in there. Same with the cameo and... Roger Rabbit, uh, 1990, Prince and the Popper, 1993, Bonkers, Stork Exchange slash Rubber Room Song, Casa Bonkers. So, yeah, do you remember that cartoon, Bonkers, from the 90s? It was like an orange cat, orange cat who was like a like a cop in Toontown and he had a human partner. It was kind of like a, you know, it was, it was, it was almost like a Roger Rabbit knockoff 
except if, instead of being like a an entertainer who hired a a, a PI, like a, a cartoon entertainer who hired a human PI, it was a, a buddy cop show with a toon and a human. It was okay, but that's interesting. She was in a, a couple episodes, it looks like, or one episode of Bonkers. Um, and then she went into retirement again from 1993 because that, that cameo in bar, the, her, her time on the bonkers set, uh, then 1999 was when she came back up in Mickey Mouse works, 2001 Disney's house of mouse, 2004 Mickey Donald goofy, the Three Musketeers, 2006, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, 2011, Minnie's Bowtoons, uh, 2013, 2013, Get a Horse, which I will be doing a watch-along and uh, retrospective for that. Because if you haven't seen Get a Horse and you're a vintage animation fan and moreover a vintage Disney animation fan, Get a Horse is one of the more phenomenal, can I say that word again? Phenomenal, there we go, shorts of recent day. Um, that, that sentence makes sense at all. I really can't, I, I can only really do this at like this late at night, but you know what? I'm feeling, feeling foggy, foggy and froggy. Uh, where did I, Get a Horse, okay. 2014 just says Mickey Mouse. Don't know what that is. Um, animated television series. Okay, so a series titled Mickey Mouse. Then 2017, Mickey Mouse Mixed Up Adventures. Uh, 2018, she was in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Had a cameo in there. And then 2021, Mickey Mouse Funhouse. So that has been, that was her full catalog of appearances. Um, yeah, and I definitely want to see if I can find as many. I, I think Disney Plus has most of these. So we can definitely do some watch-alongs of that. Uh, comics. When the Disney characters started to feature in comics, Clarabelle Cow was one of the first. Her first appearance was in the Mickey Mouse comic strip, April second 1930 along with horace horse caller clara cluck who will also be getting a retrospective podcast if depending on then the timeline when you're listening to this it might already be out but clara cluck uh will also be getting a retrospective goofy minnie and mickey she appeared in comics on a regular basis in the 50s 60s and 70s so she had a real good run in the comics. For a brief time during the late 1960s, Clarabelle began dating Goofy, perhaps in an attempt to give Goofy a girlfriend. What? <laughs> of course that was why she started dating Goofy. That's insane. Um, but no, I get what they're saying because Mickey has Minnie, Donald had da has Daisy, Goofy didn't have anybody, but he has a son, Max. Where did Max come from? Um, anyway, where did I, I, I see, I get off on these tangents and I leave, there it is, an attempt to give Goofy a girlfriend. During this time, Horace's whereabouts are unknown. Oh my gosh. <laughs> where did, what? So Horace just disappeared and Clarabelle was like, you know what? Goofy's pretty sweet. Uh, fascinated. Wow. Look at this, like inside, inside, uh, the, the universe. It's a peek, peek behind the veil. I feel like, um, just, it's just sounding more dramatic than it really is. So let's see. I did it again. I did it again. I went off on a tangent and I completely lost where I was. Um, give Goofy a girlfriend during this time. Horace's whereabouts are unknown. Clarabelle's status with Goofy was challenged by another gal named Glory B. Huh. So Goofy was a hot commodity with the ladies in the 60s. 
In later comics, Clarabelle and Horace were a couple again. Clarabelle also has a young cousin, Bertie the Jinx, <laughs> a niece, uh, Itsy Betsy, and a uh, socialite aunt named Miss Bovina. Wow, so there's the Clarabelle lineage. Is that the right word? Family tree? The Clarabelle family tree. So her young cousin, uh, Bertie the Jinx, her niece, Itsy Bitsy, and her socialite aunt, Miss Bovina, who have appeared in several issues of Walt Disney's comics and stories. From the 80s forward, only a few stories with Clarabelle Cow were made in the USA. In Europe, on the other hand, especially in Italy, the production of stories continued and is still going strong today. In Italian comics, Clarabelle, called Clarabella, is very popular, and she is the girlfriend of Horace Horsecaller, or Azio, or or Orazio Caveza in Italy. Wow, I like Horace Horsecaller better. Um, cool. So I guess if Clarabelle is super popular in Italy, uh, I presume Horace shares in that fame now. How fun, how fun that like in a different part of the world, a completely, you know, a sadly overlooked character here in the States has gained some like serious notoriety into it. Good. Disney theme parks, which I it, I don't know if they're going to mention it in here, but there is a very timely, like very current update or at, you know, addition to Clarabelle's credits. And I don't think they're mentioning it, but we'll talk about it. Sorry. I'm yawning. I'm not trying to put you to sleep, and I'm not trying to go to sleep myself, but come on. 1 a.m. My kids, man. My family. They don't allow me time to do this during the day, during the daylight hours. So I have to be a podcast vampire. Which, when you put it that way, I'm okay with it. Um, Disney parks. Disney theme parks is actually what it says. From September 2006 to September 2008, Clarabelle Cow and Horace Horsecaller appeared together for meet and greets in Town Square at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Also, they were in the Main Street Family Fun Day Parade. Clarabelle appears seasonally in Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade, which, if you go on our video streaming outlets, including leolegacy.com, but YouTube, Rumble, whatever's out there, we have... A watch along video where you and I where we watch the Boo to You parade together and I talk over it. And if you don't want to hear my voice and you just want to watch the parade, you could find that too in our Vlog and Terry watch through. So we got a Vlog and Terry watch through, or we got a watch through, and then we have a Vlog and Terry watch along. So you can see, you can find the independent watch through of Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade or the Vlog and Terry Watch Along if you want to hear me talk over it. So that's fun. Um, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Parade and the Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration Castle Show. She and Horace both appear in the hoedown happening in Frontierland and as featured characters in the Move It, Shake It, Mouse Could Dance It. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, street Party, with Clarabelle in particular atop her own party box and with her own dialogue. Ooh. Clarabelle also appears without Horace at Disneyland, she has also appeared in several Disneyland parades and shows over the years, including The World According to Goofy, Light and Magic, The Parade 
of the Stars, Fantasmic, A Christmas Fantasy Parade, and Celebrate, which I think I've seen Celebrate, um, A Street Party. Celebrate, exclamation point, A Street Party. Clarabelle and Horace come out for meet and greets and appear in parades and shows on a regular basis at Tokyo Disneyland as well. In 2009, Clarabelle played a lead character in the New Year's greeting at Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. Fascinating. I want to go to all the Disney parks across the world, but Tokyo Disney Sea is one of the ones that just like really has my attention. Um, Clarabelle Cow was chosen to meet and greet for character fun days at Disneyland. She is accompanied by Horace Horsecaller, which is his first meet and greet at Disneyland in Anaheim. At Disneyland California Adventure at the Disneyland Resort, in the Buena Vista Street area, there is an ice cream shop named Clarabelle's Hand, <laughs> Clarabelle's Hand Scooped Ice Cream. I noticed that the last time we were at California Adventure, and I regret not popping in. But you know what? Something to look forward to, right? Um, she also features with Horace in Mickey's Halloween celebration and Goofy's garden party in Disneyland Paris. Uh, in Christmas 2016, Clarabelle returned to Magic Kingdom for Mickey's most merriest celebration. Now, now, as of 2022, okay, I'm not saying when this is in the timeline, but 2022 information does not seem to be a part of what we've just gone, just have what we have just gone over. Man, speaking is hard sometimes. Hold on. Let me, let me take a sip of my tea before it leaves the Goldilocks zone altogether. Somebody write me some music for my tea sipping music. Because I'm going to have tea every episode moving forward. So somebody write some music and send it to me. So when I'm sipping tea, you're not just hearing silence or like me trying to quietly drink and swallow. That sounded weird. Um, okay, so 2022. Clarabelle can be seen in uh, some of the cavalcades. Now, a cavalcade isn't a full parade but it is like a character drive-by. Uh, you can see some of those on, again, our video streaming outlets. It's a part of our Vlog and Terry and like watch-along series, like videos. Um, so you can look that up or you can go to leolegacy.com and you can find it there as well. Uh, and then, yeah, because I can, I, and she has a very prominent placement in these cavalcades and and in these cavalcades uh she's riding a float with i believe Max Goof uh Jose Carioca and Panchito Pistoles from the Three Caballeros which what an interesting group of characters to be all together um you can definitely i def we definitely have some video of that happening and i think in shorts and you know what? It might also be on Instagram as well, Leo Legacy. So just, it's out there. It's out there if you want to see it. And then, as of most recently, uh, like, very, re like, <laughs> okay, I'm in 2022 right now, okay? Uh, for those of you listening in the future. So right now, and I don't know if they'll ever do it again. This is the first time that they're ever doing it. So if it, if it happens consistently, then you already know. But for those of you living in the prime timeline right now, uh, I believe, I believe, you know what, I'm going to look it up because I don't want to be super wrong, but I believe it's at both parks. Um, uh, let's see. Hocus. 
Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. I didn't know how to, like, really type it out. Okay, there it is. So, so, right now, um, yeah, this might be the best one to look at. Okay, so it is Disneyland. It's not seemingly at Disney World. Okay, so Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck, and Clarabelle Cow are in new Hocus Pocus Sanderson Sisters costumes. Um, They are on the Disney Cruise Line. Um... And Oogie Boogie Bash, which is at Disney's California Adventure. Okay, there you go. So we have Minnie Mouse as Winifred. We have Daisy as Sarah. And then we have Clarabelle as Mary. And this is probably my all-time ever favorite Disney mashup of characters. Because they've done like... Star Wars mashups where I've seen them. I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying like character meet and greets and stuff, although they may, um, but just kind of like imagery wise, you know, you know what I mean? They've done like the characters as, as Marvel characters, Star Wars characters, what have you. But this, those three as the Sanderson sisters and the fact that, that Clarabelle is included is, I mean, Come on. <laughs> Come on. How could how could I, you know, not just love it more than anything except my kids, my family, my wife. <laughs> but I love it almost that much. Um sweet. Okay. Video games. Did you know she's in some video games? Uh Clarabelle appeared as the DJ of the song uh what? Miwaku no Tango. Miwaku no Tango? M-I-W-A-K-U. Miwaku no Tango. Is that right? Claire Bill appeared as the DJ of the song Miwaku no Tango in the 2000 Japanese Nintendo 64 game Dance Dance Revolution Disney Dancing Museum. Oh, okay. Clarabelle appears in Disney's Toontown Online. She plays the role of giving the player furniture to decorate their estates. What game is this? Because I kind of want to play it. It's like The Sims, but Toontown. Uh, with the catalog players... Okay, hold on. Let's start because that's the same sentence. She plays the role of giving the player furniture to decorate their estate or estates... With the catalog players must order from is a cattle. Okay. I don't I don't know if it's me or this is just weirdly worded. She plays the role of giving the player furniture to decorate their estates. With the catalog players must order from is a cattle log spelled C-A-T-T-E-L. C-A-T-T-L-E-L-O-G. Okay, it is me. Um, Cattle, get it? Cattle, because she's a cow? Anyway, her appearance is also somewhat changed to look like an operator. So she's just dressed like one. Um, She also makes a minor appearance in Kingdom Hearts 2 in the Timeless River World using her old black and white design. She appears with the same design in Kingdom Hearts 3 in the minigame The Carnival Kid. Clarabelle is also seen in Epic Mickey video games as one of the forgotten characters that Mickey sees during his journey. She lives in Oztown, one of the games... Um, uh, wait, man, look, I just... Lost it. Okay, there we go. And one of the game's environs and is known to be romantically involved with Horace Horse Collar. Okay. 
I guess that's supposed to say environments, maybe. Maybe. Probably not, though. Who knows? Again, I could just be dumb. Um, But there we go, kids. There we go. That's some stuff we wanted to know. We didn't know we wanted to know about Clarabelle. Let's go to another one. Let's go to another source of information about Clarabelle. See if we can find anything we didn't find previously. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Background or personality. Wow. This is a quote. Wow. She must have been vaccinated with a photograph needle. That's a quote from Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> regarding Clarabelle's gossiping. What? <laughs> phonograph, not photograph. Even then, wow, she must have been vaccinated with a phonograph needle. I don't know. That's a, <laughs> that's, <coughs> not, I don't know. I don't think that's a very good joke. Sorry, whoever wrote that. Um, let's see. In the classic cartoons, Clarabelle is portrayed as a loyal friend to Minnie. Okay, her best friend, right? One of her best friends, I'm guessing, because Daisy's got to be one, too. Um, She was self-righteous and somewhat snooty, as she would often uh, disapprovingly stick her nose up at Mickey's antics. Interesting. As seen in the beach party and camping out. Despite her occasional highfalutin attitude, whoa, Clarabelle was actually clumsy and her intelligence is questionable, wrote this. As seen in Mickey's fire brigade, she was completely unaware of the fact that her house was burning and assaulted firefighters, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy as they attempted to save her. So, yeah, she's kind of got, like, the, you know, female goofy quirkiness. Um, Unlike other classic Disney characters, Clarabelle's species plays a significant role in her overall character. Huh? She tends to wear cowbells as an accessory akin to jewelry, and regularly uses cow-related puns, i.e. placing the phrase moo into words like move. (laughs) In her casual speech, oh, she does that in her casual speech. So she'll say moo, she'll put the phrase moo into the word move in her casual speak. Okay, so she's just super cow punny. Uh, in Mickey, Donald, Goofy, The Three Musketeers, she confesses great pride in her moo and became extremely flattered by Goofy's compliments regarding the sound. Hmm. Uh, she enjoys gossip. We knew that and scandal. And scandal. Maybe that's why she's, you know, partly why she likes bouncing between Goofy and Horace. Um making her a nuisance to the privacy of her friends. Well, obviously. Uh, This is seen throughout the House of Mouse animated series, which also portrays her as snazzy and modern, especially compared to the old-fashioned nature of Mickey and Minnie. She tends to speak in the vein of a prideful businesswoman and carries herself with a similar flair. However... She can also be rather ditzy and clumsy, specifically due to how tall she is compared to the majority of her co-stars. Matching wits with her contemporary significant other, Goofy. See, told you, she's kind of a female Goofy. Uh, Her clumsiness is also emphasized in Mickey Mouse, where she is portrayed as bumbling, coward, Cowardy. Oh my God. I'm just making up words. My dyslexia is kicking in hardcore because the C from significant jumped down into the line I was reading now and turned rowdy to cowardy. I don't know. I don't know, man. Can't explain it. 
So let's try that again. In Mickey Mouse, she is portrayed as bumbling, rowdy, and unkempt, much like Goofy. Would you really call Goofy rowdy, though? Um, despite her love of gossip, Clarabelle values her friends more so, and while she may come close to dropping a scoop, she will ultimately choose to respect the privacy of others in the end. In the episode Clarabelle's Big Secret, in fact, she quit her job as a gossip reporter to protect her friend's reputation despite having learned major Secrets about them beforehand. What could she have learned that was so scandalous about Mickey and Minnie? More tea. I Again, she seems to be the more scandalous one of the punch. Uh, let's see. Relatives, well, we know. We know. In the... In the Disney comics, several of Clarabelle's family members have been introduced. Her little cousin, yeah, we know. Birdie made, oh, it's he. Her little cousin Birdie made his first appearance in Horseplay, a 1940s one-pager. Clarabelle's rich aunt, Miss Bovina, visited her in the 1939 Mickey Mouse comic, Mickey Gets the Drift. With Clarabelle's unlucky cousin, uh, Boniface. What? That's that's a different name than we saw before. Boniface. B-O-N-I-F-A-C-E. Boniface. Boniface didn't appear in the comics until 1986. In the Brazilian story, uh, Bonificado, Muitu Praz. <laughs> That's Portuguese, uh, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, it's embarrassing. Clarabelle's parents were introduced separately. Her father, Beeble. Mayor of Clarabelle's hometown could be seen living with young Clarabelle in the goofy comic Two Gun Sheriff in 1953. Clarabelle's mother, originally named Moco, Dutch for Macau, has been used in Disney one pagers and short comics since 2007. Wow which have been mainly published in Europe. Let me tell you. Let me guess. Italy? Probably in Italy. (laughs) Um, Man. A lot of this is just kind of stuff we've been over already. Uh, It is said that the concept of an anthropomorphic cow character first came about from Ub iWorks, the legendary of iWorks, uh, while he and Walt Disney were developing a new star to replace Oswald the, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Wow. A cow character was prominently featured in the first produced Mickey Mouse cartoon playing Crazy, released May 15th, 1928. This cow went unnamed, making it a debate whether or not this was Clarabelle or a precursor of some kind. A similar cow appeared in 1929's The Plowboy as Minnie Mouse's livestock opposite Mickey and Horace Horsecaller. <clears throat> Okay. Interesting. So I'm presuming in Plowboy, she wasn't anthropomorphized, maybe? Hmm. It wouldn't be until Shindig in 1930 that Clarabelle was a defined character. Uh, Okay, it wouldn't be until Shindig in 1930 that Clarabelle as a defined character would be established. Uh, her name was first given in the Mickey Mouse comic strip on, or yeah, on April second, nineteen thirty. 
uh, as part of the storyline Mickey Mouse in Death Valley. Throughout the Mickey Mouse comic series, Clarabelle would regularly appear as a supporting character, usually with a non-speaking role. She was typically depicted as Minnie's best friend and horse, horse collar's girlfriend. Clarabelle would feature in a number of Mickey's most famous cartoons, including the band concert, which marked her first, her first appearance in color. Clarabelle's final appearance in the original shorts was the cartoon Mickey's Birthday Party, in which she was among the guests of Mickey's birthday. Huh. Man, there's a lot that's... Oh, they're just breaking down like her appearances in like Clubhouse and stuff like that. Let's see if there's anything else that stands out. Uh, 1950s a present... Clarabelle fell into obscurity following the closure of the Disney shorts division. Uh, she would remain or she would retain some degree of relevance in the comic strips and television reruns of the classic cartoons. She was also among the classic characters to appear in the opening of Walt Disney's the Mickey Mouse Club television series in 1950. Well, there we go. That's cool. Um, for a number of years, Clarabelle would not be or would not appear again. She made minor animation comebacks in Mickey's Christmas Carol in 1983. Uh, here she makes a non-speaking cameo appearance as one of the guests at Mr. Fizzle... Mr. Fezziwigs, Fezziwigs, and the Muppet Christmas Carol. His name is Mr. Fozziwigs, but Fezziwigs, and the normal one, um, party dancing with Horace. Okay, so I thought her, I thought her cameo or her, yeah, would be a little more substantial than a non-talking dancing role. But hey, you know what? She's in it. She's in it. In 1990, she had her first speaking role since the first half of the century in Prince of the Popper, Prince of the Popper, Prince and the Popper, which apparently came out in 1990. Still crazy to me. Uh, where she is a peasant and is being robbed by the guards by order of their captain, Pete, uh, the prince in disguise as a commoner named Mickey Mouse, battles off the guard and provides Clarabelle with the food she and the hungry folk deserve. What happened to her being Pete's lieutenant? Uh, beginning in the 2000s, Clarabelle began, make, or began to make regular appearances in the Walt Disney parks and resorts around the world alongside Horace Hortzcaller. It was around this time that Clarabelle was established as a recurring love interest of the character Goofy. Again, <laughs> Horace and Goofy got this weird love triangle going on. Um, let's see. Love interest of Goofy, who was previously without a recurring romantic interest, unlike Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, this reinvigoration of the character gave her heightened prominence in material featuring the Mickey Mouse cast, mainly in shows like House of Mouse and Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, uh, the latter of which marked Clarabelle's first appearance in computer animation. Oh. Uh, in 2013, Clarabelle returned to the theatrical scene in Get a Horse, where she was among the Hay Wagon, Hay Wagon uh, ensemble that was harassed by Pete in this picture of, or in, or in harassed by Pete in his pursuit of Minnie Mouse. Uh, she retained her classic design from the 1930s and was a largely silent character apart from Moose. They don't like Clarabelle talking too much, do they? Um, let's see. 
Mickey Do- oh, it was Three Musketeers where she was Pete's lieutenant. Got it. Clarabelle is the villainous and sadistic former assistant to the evil Captain Pete's. Um, interesting. Okay. Other appearances, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Clarabelle makes a cameo early on lining up for an audition at Maroon Cartoons alongside other tune bovines. Oh, wow. Later, she can be spotted with all the other tunes during the final scene of the film, Despite her current appearance being fully realized in Mickey's Christmas Carol, Clarabelle retains her classic black and white look in this film. Interesting. Um, so cool. Clarabelle has a cameo in Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas in Mickey and Minnie's segment, Gift of the Magi. During Mickey's performance in the park, Clarabelle is seen in the crowd next to Horace. Clarabelle, in her classic appearance, makes a brief cameo in Ralph Breaks the Internet as one of the net the Netzian cast members of... Oh, my Disney. Huh. All right. We talked about Mickey Mouse. Where's House of Mouse? Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, Mickey Mouse is the cartoon series where they kind of have that like vintagey look, but they're in color, but it's like hyper cartoonized. That's pretty cool. Um, The Wonderful World of Mickey. Clarabelle appeared in the Big Bad or the Big Good Wolf and an Ordinary Date, The Wonderful World of Mickey O. Those are episodes of that. We talked about the video game appearance, Kingdom Hearts, Epic Mickey, Toontown Online. Oh, it's Toontown Online. Um, we talked about her in the Disney Parks. Clarabelle has appeared in several Disneyland parades and shows over the years, including The World According to Goofy, Light and Magic, Parade of the Stars, Fantasmic, and Christmas Fantasy Parade. Clarabelle Cow was also chosen to meet and greet uh, Disneyland. Clarabelle also has a food shop uh, named after her in Mickey's Toontown, which sells salad sa- salads, sandwiches, and ice cream treats. Okay, that was one we didn't see earlier. She had a food shop in Toontown. Now, they're redesigning Toontown, or depending on when you listen to this, they may already have redesigned Toontown. So maybe she still has one, and maybe she doesn't. But she did have a spot in Mickey's Toontown. Uh, November 2017, Clarabelle made meet-and-greet appearances in California Adventure with a redesigned face sculpt and outfit. Interesting. She looks pretty similar to the way she's always looked to me. Uh, Walt Disney World. Oh, so everything prior that we just read was what she has going on at Disneyland. Walt Disney World. From September 2006 to September 2008, Clarabelle Cow and Horace Horsecaller appeared together in meet and greets in Town Square at Magic Kingdom. She also appeared at Mickey's Boo to You and then the Christmas Parade. Okay, November 7th, 2016, she was given a new alternate costume appearance and played a prominent role in Mickey's Merriest Celebration. Okay, Uh, she sings All I Want for Christmas is You. In Mickey Mouse and... Okay, here we go. In Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Clarabelle appears as a fortune teller at the carnival. Well, there you go. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort, Clarabelle and Horace come out for meet and greets, parades on a regular basis. 2009, Clarabelle hosted the New Year's Eve greeting 
or the New Year's greeting at Tokyo Disney and Disney Sea. Okay, Hong Kong Disney. Clarabelle appeared in the grand opening of the park in 2005, but after 16 years of absence, she's made her grand debut in the resort to celebrate the the year of the ox on January 28th, 2021, but despite on late oh, but disappeared on late February of the same year. So they just brought her out for the year of the ox and then they cast her away again in Hong Kong. Uh, the following year, she made a special comeback on the fourth reopening of the park on April 21st, 2022 Shanghai Disneyland. Clarabelle played a starring role in a spring festival spectacular to celebrate the year of the ox starting in January 19th, 2021, but disappeared in late February of the same year. Got it. So here's a little more in-depth about her relationships. So her relationship with Horace Horsecollar. Horace Horsecollar and Clarabelle were featured as a couple in the early shorts and the Mickey Mouse comic strip. They would often tag along with Mickey and Minnie on double dates. In 1931, Clarabelle and Horace even got engaged in the storyline, Clarabelle's boarding house. Uh, but this development was forgotten by the end of the following storyline, The Great Orphanage Robbery. Uh, in the 2017 Mickey and Minnie or no, 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 no. And then 2017, Mickey and the Roadster Racers episode, Running with the Roadsters. Clarabelle was seen swooning over Horace's Spanish alter ego, El Horse Horse Collar. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, and now Clarabelle's relationship with Goofy. In some of her more recent appearances, in addition to some comic book or in some comic books from the late 1960s, she's been portrayed as the girlfriend of Goofy instead of Horace. The two were shown as a couple in Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, The Three Musketeers, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Mickey Mouse Works, House of Mouse, and Minnie's Bow Tunes. Uh, they also appeared together alongside... Oh, hang on. They also appeared together along with many other Disney couples in the closing of the 1994 Walt Disney World's. Hold on. We'll try that again. They also appeared together along with many other Disney couples in the closing of the 1994 Walt Disney's World on Ice adaptation of. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, as well as some theme park entertainment. Uh, they were also seen flirting with each other in the early Mickey Mouse cartoon, The Band Concert. Huh. Okay. A little bit of trivia about Clarabelle. Clarabelle makes a cameo appearance in the Roger Rabbit cartoon, Roller Coaster Rabbit. Uh, concept art for Clarabelle appeared in Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas is seen on the film's DVD bonus features, but Clarabelle never appeared in the final film for some reason. Weird. And then after the credits of Get a Horse, Clarabelle replaced the usual shooting star across the castle in the closing Walt Disney Pictures logo. So that's really fun. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. Well, all right. Well, all right, folks. You know what? This episode stretched out much, much longer than I thought it would. Twice as long, honestly. I thought this was going to be like a 30-minute banger of an episode, and I was going to be able to record two episodes tonight. But that's not going to happen now. It's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. need to go to bed. Got to take the kids to school in the morning. Um, so with that being said, thanks for listening. Uh, this was really fun. I really do love Clarabelle Cow so much. I don't know. There's just certain Disney characters that, like, speak to me. 
And a lot of them do come from the, you know, what would you call that? The golden age of the Disney animation, the old, the old 1930s adaptation and characters. Um, adaptation of characters. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's two o'clock in the morning. I'm losing it. I'm losing my mind. I hope you enjoyed it too. I hope, I hope you, um, appreciate now knowing everything you didn't know you wanted to know about Clarabelle Cow. And whenever you see her, you're going to be like, Oh, Hey, look, it's Clarabelle. I know a whole lot about her. If you see her at the parks, see her in another, you know, future content, old content, just, uh, show a little love for Clarabelle because I don't, I don't think she, she definitely doesn't get the love she deserves here in Italy. Apparently she's a hit, but I want her to be just as big of a hit here in the United States. Um, LealLegacy.com. Come on over to LealLegacy.com and scope out all the other content I referenced in this episode, including the Boo to You Parade. Um, oh, we got a, a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride-along and ride-through. So we got a voluntary ride-along and then a no commentary, a commentary list ride-through. Um, what else was I talking about? Oh, yeah, some of... We've got the uh, the cavalcade with her in it. Uh, I feel like there's other stuff too, but oh, Steamboat Willie, check that one out. We got the retrospective and watch along for that, where you know apparently that cow is Clarabelle <laughs> by by some speculations, I guess. Uh, yeah, so we got a bunch of other content out there in the world that I hope you will also enjoy. And whatever you're viewing or listening to or coming across, don't forget to like and subscribe and comment and do all those things that help boost us in the algorithm. Uh, Also, if you want to support what we're doing here, then go get yourself a Monsketeer tee in our store, our Skeleton Crew store, leolegacy.com slash shop. Go there. Check out all the goods we got. They're ever-changing. There are some staples, though. There are some staples in there that will always be in there, including the Monsketeer tee uh, and baseball tee. Oh, and long sleeve. Oh, and hoodie. Monsketeer hoodies coming out. If you haven't seen the Monsketeer design, I don't know. You're missing out, man. So LeoLegacy.com. Go there. Scope it out. Uh, all the content that we got, our video streaming outlets, everything, man, everything. There's so much out there. There's so much more out there than just this, than retrospectives on my favorite obscure characters. There's so much more out there that we do, and it all ties together in one way or another. So go venture out, enjoy yourself. And I'm going to say until next time, thanks for being a friend and telling a friend. Later. Later.